Welcome, welcome to the Black AF1 Pod. I am your host, Reina. I'm with me, my ever-loving co-host. Roy, what's up, guys? How y'all doing? <laughs> what was with that hesitation? No, Roy, I, was, I was just You were behaving like it. me. Okay, it's <laughs> yeah, it's weird for me to do it. This is like when Fandy did it, and she was like, how do you do this? And she was like, yeah, sure, what's next? What's next? <laughs> no, it's, um, anyways, it's always um, when you're doing something different, it's like, yeah. uh, I've heard this you're so like, many times. Say next? Like, oh, why am I like flustered right now? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much for joining us this week, guys. As promised, it is our epic, I'm hyping this up so much, epic mid-season review episode. And we're so excited. And I know it's technically 13 races in, 12 races in? 12 races in. Yeah. 10 to go. Yeah, 12 races in, 12 to 10 to go. Well, they we lost until so nine. No, so 22, there's 22 races. Actually, 13, nine to go, I think. Or 12. I don't know. Anyways, what? It's a summer break, and that's when we're going to do it because we different like that. And we are so, we're so excited to discuss this season because we're not going to lie. We have been in the trenches this season, and now we are out, and now the clouds are parting and the rainbow's coming out. And we are so excited to talk about like the season. You know, you know us. We're going to give it to you straight. Some people are going to get a lashing. No surprises. <coughs> Ricardo. <coughs> Some people are going to get it. Before we dive into that, let's discuss a little bit of F1 silly season. It's been a week since F1's been absent and already madness just they call left, right, left, right. Everywhere you look, it's your chaos, chaos, chaos. And I blame Alonso. I don't know how, I don't know why, I don't know when, but I blame Alonso. Oh, no, Fernando it's Alonso. definitely him. That's not even, that's it's not even definitely Because, yeah, everything is so sus. So if for some reason you decided, I'm going to like new F1, like I'm going to take a break with the teams, you have missed a whole damn lot. Obviously, Vettel retired, which now is just not even looking like a retirement anymore. Because like less than a week after Vettel announced, which is when he said he told the team, somehow Aston Martin Cognizant have managed to secure a multi-year contract with the devil incarnate himself, Fernando Alonso. So we're stuck with him for another couple of years, unfortunately. Apparently, it's like a three with a four-year option. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. 20 milli. Yeah. That man is a crook. What does I you? He's a crook. He's a crook. <laughs> Anyways. So that left everybody going, oh, my God, Oscar Piastri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oscar Piastri finally has a seat. Who, if you have been living under a rock, is last season's F2 champion. Yeah. And who a lot of people rate. Mark Webber is his manager. Like, he's very highly rated. And I will say, he is the most talented F1 driver, potentially, since Mark Webber. Like, that's all I'm going to say. Since Mark Webber left, we haven't had an Australian driver of this caliber. Sorry, Australian, if I didn't say I that. I'm specifying with Australian, yeah. <laughs> We have not have had an Australian driver with this caliber, someone capable of consistently winning races. So anyways, after that, everybody's so excited for Oscar. And Alpine announced like two days later or a day later, they're like, just to announce Oscar being promoted from our junior team. He's going to have a seat with us next year. As some people noticed at the time, suspiciously, I want suspicious. There was not a quote from Oscar in the article. Da, da, da. Next thing we know, 
Oscars announced Oscars whole ass I wrote a whole ass essay going without my per- this has become a meme by the way on the entirety <laughs> yes. of Twitter like football you teams are using pasta. it tennis players everybody's even Alba, Albon used it to announce it's like contrary new world gag by the way Albon staying unfortunately multi-year contract as well Ugh, literally the devils are all staying anyways he goes I don't know why Alpine announced this I am not driving for Alpine next year but for you to have the audacity to do this, as someone who doesn't have an F1 seat, you gotta be having something somewhere. And uh, uh, next thing you know, bass boats, rumors are flying. It's looking like McLaren. And obviously, Lando's the boy, so it's not gonna be Lando. So you know what that means. Y'all know what that means. Everybody clap. Oh, if you're happy, yeah, you know it. Clap your hands. <laughs> if you're happy, yeah, you know it. Clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it and you really want to show it, if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Ricardo's gone, baby! Well, it's not 100% confirmed It's not 100%, There's, by the way. Yeah. But it looks so likely. It looks so likely that it's Ricardo. And Alpina, like, basically stepping. They basically put out a statement that they believe they're in the right. And it's going to quote. It's going to Annalise, Caden, V, Olivia, Pope. Oh gonna be deep it's gonna be deep and we're excited to see where it pans out but the rumors were at first that like it's a reserve seat for oscar for next year but now the rumors have come out that mclaren have told from a few good sources that mclaren have told ricardo like oh by the way you don't got a seat for next year and all i'm gonna say is karma's a bitch baby anyways so so there's still a whole lot going on there um I was involved in a lot of the discussions and by involved, I mean, I was listening to other people who were more informed or who read significantly more into it. And while yes, Oscar has basically shunned uh, Alpine for the moment, um, the way in which- He can still go there, by the way. (laughs) No, yeah, he can. But the way Otmar um, kind of his, his, his reply to it, it seemed like, while they had not come to the agreement with Oscar, they may have some legal contractual like basis for their argument. So they I, might be. But able Oscar to also on. believes like he's in the right. So this is all about like the letter of the law. It's gonna be about how the contracts are written. It's just gonna be about that. We don't know. And obviously, Daniel Ricardo, I don't even know why he's gonna be complaining because his fans are. He's been performing shit, and he's gonna get a shit ton of money. And Omar has had something like this in the past where a game that I, I forget what the driver was because again, like where he like the last time there was a legal dispute with the driver who was trying to leave, and he basically was able to contractually like. But I feel like it's it. different if so, like your official your contract says you're a driver, like a full time racing driver for the team. Exactly. So because we don't know it. So Oscar might still be tied there. However, with a lot of the other information that came out after that initial, like it's looking like Alpine might just be like, let's cut our losses and or not even cut our loss. But if he doesn't want to be here, fine, whatever. And maybe because they had a great experience with Ricardo in the past. And so there's yeah, also possible been a lot contenders of are Ricardo could come there. Ricardo also Gasly just because he's French. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's a very good contender as well. And apparently, Gasly has a clause in an Tauri contract that if he gets offered a seat by a team higher up in the construction, no, not standings, even higher up, just if they offer him more money, it's even easier. 
So he could yeah. go to any team okay. as long okay. as they're, yeah. Because the one I saw was that they had to be like higher. So like if Williams did or like Aston yep. Martin, he wouldn't be able to. Yeah. But both of them really make sense because Aftari is pretty low in the construction Yeah, standing, and he wouldn't so. go to a Like you're team. not going to want to ditch Aftari for Williams, but like for Alpine, for McLaren, whatever, any of those teams, that kind of makes sense. Honestly, this is all, this is all Zach Brown's fault because he already has like a finasco going on with a shit ton of indie drivers who he has promised the F1C. Like, there's so much chaos in McLaren's racing team because McLaren's racing team is kind of connected. The F1, the IndyCar, the Formula E, they're under the same boss and the same, like, grouping. So they can pretty much just move you anywhere. Zach it's, like, Brown's easier to make a move. Infinity stones so he can decide mm-hmm. which one to use when. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I'm not Anyways, mad at him as, as an I'm, owner because he's doing what he needs to do. And if I'm being honest with you, as much as I hate Alonzo, I'm not mad about his move. He he did it in the most messy way because apparently Alpine did not realize until he announced it. Exactly. Up until like the Hungarian GP weekend, he told Omar, like, I'm with you. Another thing about this whole contra shenanigans is that obviously, like, Alonzo kind of just, what he said, okay, this is the funny part. He said he's moved, and I don't know if we discussed this, no, I think the news came out right after we recorded. Yes. So he said that he's moving to Aston Martin because they show a dedication to winning. Yeah, we laughed about uh, that. And I'm like, Negro, how much money are they paying you? Like, just tell us. They do not show a dedication to winning. Because obviously they don't have to pay their other driver's salary, so they have more money to give them. Daddy's bugs. I need Lance to just vex it, just be like, Dad, I'm done. I'm not upset with Alonzo moving because with him moving, it's more of a like, because to a certain extent, his contract with Alpine was almost a seat one more for Piastri, right? He was only really going to stay one more because Piastri's seat was going to come up later. Well, technically, they could have like ditched Ocon, but they did renew Ocon's contract last year. I think apparently the main reason, sorry to interrupt you, darling. The main reason that Alonso didn't re-sign with Alpine is because they would only offer him a one-year extension on his contract. No, exactly. And and what I was also seeing or reading or hearing was others were saying they were trying to, like, give Alonso away into other racing series. And Alonso's made it very clear that he wants to stay in F1. And so it seems that's why I'm not upset with him wanting to jump ship especially for money, because it doesn't seem like Alonzo was like, he wants to say enough one. And I think he's realized his championship uh, 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 winning car in season is probably gone. And so now he's just in it for the money. He's just trying to bank out, which is. Does he not realize or is this just still uh, his vengeance with Lewis? I mean, at this point, I think he's given it up. I think at this point, he's just going to Aston Martin for the money. And Aston Martin looks at it as like, he's, 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 he's been seasoned. He knows, he knows a lot. Maybe at least he can help develop our car. And that's kind of why they want him. And they have the money to burn for it. Um, whereas, and so I think where Alonzo was annoying was he did it in the messy, messiest way possible. And Alonzo looking out for himself, which I'm not going to be upset for him doing that, was always going to cause this, right? Because Oscar has been, us as fans have been like waiting for Oscar to come in and we want it now, 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 immediate. And so that opening up for Oscar, everyone's like, yay, Oscar's in. And Oscar's like, yeah. I've been talking to a better team up the grid, um, which is funny because Oscar has yet to even actually really be an F1 and he's already like rejecting teams. So, well, this happened with Schumacher when before he got into F1 or like one race weekend into F1. Yeah. But I mean, I think Oscar has only done like a like an F like a like a practice session. Right. 
So, which is pretty standard because I think the FIA has like, at least I think starting this year has regulated where like you have to give all of your junior drivers a chance in like a practice session, which is why I think uh, I think DeVries drove for Lewis um, at the French GP. Yeah. So, but either way, it, it's very interesting. And hopefully Oscar, when he comes into F1, he's smacking immediately because if he's not, this is all. There's a lot of pressure. It's going to, because you can't be this picky and choosy and not come in immediately. But also the strange part about him wanting to go to McLaren is that he would be a reserve driver also in 2023. And what Alpine were offering him was an actual race seat in 2023. And sure, maybe you're as, you're you're signing on to what you might see as a better team in the future, but there's no substitute for. But to be honest, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. There's no way, no way anybody's that stupid. Like no way. There's no way to. Like I just think that rumor was fake. There's okay. no way. It's just like there's no way you take a reserve seat when nobody ever dri- gets to drive a reserve unless you're Nico Hulkenberg. There's no way. But that's Sorry, what I'm no. saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. If if it's true, if he really was going to be a reserve driver in 2023, it doesn't make any sense for him in his career because, yeah, sure, maybe you're signing on to a potentially better team, but there is no substitute for actual on-the-grid experience driving a full year. That's why a lot of, like, if you look at uh, Charles, he went to Sauber, which is now Alfa Romeo, and he had a banger year, and he got promoted up to uh, Ferrari. And so, like, having a real on the grid experience is a way for you to show your own kind of like strengths, but also just learn and get up to speed well, instead of being well a reserve also, driver for a year. For me, the reason I think Alpine is a bad team is mm-hmm. Alpine fight with the junior teams without us, but they're a senior team. They're literally a constructors team. Like there's no reason they should be like, they should be up there fighting with Red Bull, Mercedes and Ferrari. Cause they're the, like, even they're the engine provider. They're like, do you get what I mean? There's no stepping stone. At least with like Williams, like there's a stepping stone to Mercedes kind of just because of engine relationship. And I just think that Alpine is such a shitty move. Like with Alfa Romeo, there's a step up to Ferrari potentially. With Aftari Red Bull, like Alpine is just a shitty situation all around. So I do understand why like if you get a choice elsewhere, but if it's a reserve drive, nah, that man is dumb. I mean, which is actually a perfect segue into the main segment, which you will be running, is that I feel that Alpine this year is actually a no, much better no, no, team no, 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 no. than they've been no, in the past. No, su- no surprises. No, um, no surprises. No, 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 no. No surprise. I'm not saying where they are. You've got to shush. I'm not saying where they okay, are. Okay, guys. I'm just saying it's an excellent segue. <laughs> okay, guys. Segue. Oh, my God. I'm so hyped. So excited. So we are going to we're going to break it out. We're going to rank these teams from 10 to 1 and analyze how this team has performed in our opinion. I'm going to repeat our opinion, though my opinions are facts and all of you know it. And then give each driver a letter grade. That's it. And We're like, probably going to be in unison in terms of like the driver rankings inter team. We may differ in terms of like the overall team, but I'll likely agree with Raina because I she's spent a little bit more time. No, no, because I know there's a couple who you absolutely hate. <laughs> okay. And in 10th place. In oh, 10th place. There's only one team. Right. Who'd you have? Williams. We've already deferred. We've already separated. First of all, we've you already were supposed separated. To go first, but yeah, let's hear. It. Who's your? Who's your? Yeah, we've of the, already separated. So, 
Cos Williams is bottom of the constructors. We're going to discuss them like at this point, but mm-hmm. I will point out in 10th place for me is Aston Martin Cognizant. I had a feeling you were going to say Aston Martin. They have been horrendous, but we're going to discuss Williams, how we think Williams have done this season. No, no, let's go through it all and then we'll come back. Really? Yeah, because I'd like to no, actually know. Because, no, but like, no, what no, if no, we're no. like two or three separate? I feel like that way at least we have like, you know, some like cohesion so we can like figure out how we're going to discuss it. Because I feel like we're not going to be too far, but I, re- I really want to know what yours are. I don't want to wait like 30, 40 minutes to hear. I want to know. Okay. So who is number nine for you? No, yes. I feel like it's better nope. if we discuss nope. this no, way. No, I want to hear. It. We're gonna come back. I promise. Come on. I want to hear it. I want to hear. Okay, it. you're next? gonna do yours first. Okay, in okay, ninth place. Right. What you have? Now I have Aston Martin. Okay, and now I have Alpha Tauri. Okay. Okay. Which I think is gonna be your eighth place, but I'm not sure. Which I think that is gonna be your eighth place. It is. You're right. That is your eighth place, what and my eighth, eighth place is Williams. Okay. So, like, okay. can we discuss these three teams now? Because yeah, we have I'm, them I'm, 10 I'm, and I'm 8. Game I'm game for that. Okay. For okay. That. Let's discuss these three. So, just a reminder Roy has in 10th place Williams, in 9th place Alphatari. No, no, no. In 9th place Aston, and in 8th place Alphatari. And I have Aston Martin 9th, Alphatari. No, Aston Martin 10th, you have Aston Martin, and Alpha, Williams. And then Williams. And then Williams. Okay. Yep. So, just because Williams is bottom of the constructors, we'll start with them first. Williams is bottom of the constructors, and they have earned three points this season, obviously, all by Alex Albon, including his memorable one-stop strategy from, I want to say it was like, what race was that, Jeddah? Where he was just like, no, it wasn't Jeddah, it wasn't Jeddah. I'm going to look through that, was it, was it, Im- no, I think it was, Um, no, he ended up ninth that race. So I'm going to say it was the Miami. I think it was Miami. Yes, it was Miami where he did the one stop and then he was just, and then he was just like waiting. He did a stop like at the end. I don't even think it was technically a one stop. I think he had stopped in like lap one or something silly like that. No, he hadn't. He hadn't actually, because I remember they were saying like, how late can you take your mandatory, mandatory pit stop? If there's a red flag or something, he screwed yeah, like he ended up taking his like the second to last lap and actually came out still in the points, which I mean, was shocking for everybody. Anyways. But I think that's what uh, um, we wanted to do as well, that race, but we didn't do it. Yeah. Um. Obviously, um, Alex is pretty much dominated the TV. I will say the better driver. It's 10-3 race, 11-2 quality, but really with a driver like Latifi, why isn't even that? They've both had three DNFs, so Williams haven't been too reliable, but... Moral reliable, so six DNFs total. But before we go too far, it's also like, because our rankings was was based on how the team overall has done and also how the drivers, right? So it's not, it's so it's your ranking in the constructors, but also how we feel that each, your drivers have been able to rise up to the opportunity. Maximize and your strategy exactly, and everything. Exactly. Which is why I just think, and based on like how you're performing based on the package you've brought into the season. Cause I feel like it's okay for race one to like rate people based on like the um the package. But like at the end of like, by the end you have to rate people based on like, what have they done with the package that they've brought into the season? And I do think Williams didn't bring a good package Probably they're definitely last at the bottom with like the package they brought. But I do think Albon has managed, and I think Albon is the reason for me that they're in eighth because 
they've managed to like surpass expectations a little just because I don't rate Albon I don't rate Latifi and I think they've definitely like done a good job with see for me I'm almost the opposite side of that because of how bad Latifi has done this year all of the things Albon has done has brought him down and but if I you w- think about it, yes, Albon only did good in the first three races. Oh, like, yeah. the, no, no, the first couple of races, like he did yeah. good in like the first couple of races. The first half of the first, and half. which is when Latifi had like Latifi had stinkers, like the first three, yeah. where he had like absolute stinkers, and then we haven't heard from either of them since. Exactly, they've just been okay. They've, they've just canceled been okay. each other out. But I think they haven't had like disgustingly bad performances. Their cars just been bad. I would, I would, I'll be, I'll say this. I would be willing to move Williams to ninth. Purely because of Albin's performance. And I think and I would be are. willing to bring them down to ninth. Okay. Just because I think Aston and Alpha have had like the reason for me they're in eighth is because I think Aston and Alpha have had disgusting performances. And I think like maybe recency bias a little, because the latter half of the like first two halves, Aftari have done so bad. They've just literally disappeared. Like they've got they've done so bad. I will give Albin a C, which here, okay. that's passing. I, 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 that's passing. Because okay, here, here think, in the States, a D you is you have yeah. to retake the class. A C yeah. is average. It's it's passing. That's, mm-hmm. that's the minimal you need to do. Yeah. Albin started off this season like, at like a B. You guys don't have plus. an E, do you? Because in Nigeria, we, do we have F. an E. We do F. Okay, so we, no, we have F, but we have E. No, we as well. So e. we have A, B, C, D, E, F, which e. is why I want to give Albon a D because we have an E and I just think he's not like four steps above an F. So I'm going to give Albon a D, but I feel like we're on the same page. Okay. You basically just passed the class, yes. like barely. Exactly. You've barely that, I give class. Albon a C because he started off doing real well. And then after that, he's just kind of drifted. Average, right? Like so after the midterms, like he was just exactly. kind of like, oh, I'm gone. Okay. Agree. Is okay. Passing grade. Latifi is an F. 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 Okay, like you, you bullied me. You brought the first is even he's not even giving me rubies. Like, you're not arguing with this. No, let's use an F. Let's <laughs> an F. Okay, let's move on to Aston Martin then. Okay, Aston. So for me, I had Aston at uh nine, and you had them at, at, them at, 10. at 10. I had them, I had 10. them bottom. I think they've yes. done the worst. Okay, I think that okay, so obviously, I think they started doing a bit better like the last two races, but that does not make up for like the the shit storm that was the beginning of the race. So it's six five to Vettel race and eight three to Vettel qualifying. And I think they scored 20 points total. Vettel scored 16. But I feel like he had that one really good performance that kind of gave him a majority of the points, which I think was sixth. And Stroll got fourth. And yeah. Stroll has finished 10th at four different races, which I think just shows like a more level of like consistency. Like just because like Stroll has like finishing the points four different times while it might be the same with Veto, but like one was just really good so wait what does a sixth place give you so one, one two three four, four six. six so it gives you six yep so 10 of his other points are kind of spread so yeah yeah i just think stroll they've both been like okay in like finishing of the fringes but I, I can't forgive them their qualifying pace. And also, Aston they, Martin has made weird, uh, strange uh, decisions during the Strategic races. choices. So like, they've at just... At least here, like with Williams, 
Williams has just been like the the car is not great and the drivers are trying to do what they can do. They're not doing anything wild and crazy. It's just one driver. Um, horrible. Like a lot of good, crazy. obviously we're, we we got to remember like Vettel had COVID and didn't like do the first two races. That's true. That's true. Which So is that's kind of a factor. Impressive. Yeah. And I just feel like they've had like, like, like terror, like their bad performances have been bad. And they're just, cons- my memory of them, because obviously they don't show them on TV on the Sundays. We just see them if they're fighting each other. So my memories of them are all like, going out in Q1 and Federal like screaming on the radio saying, oh no, oh no, oh no. <laughs> like they're consistently going out in Q1. Yeah. I mean, but for me, when I think about it, if if Alex Albin was in the Aston Martin, I don't know if Albin would have done much better than either of these two. In the same of course, but we don't, we don't rate Albon as a driver. So. No, ex- but that's what I'm saying. That's why for me, I can... I I can see Aston being a little bit higher. I'm honestly I'm leaning towards where Aston and Williams are getting closer to being even. I can see them being just a little bit better because you even reminded me, right? Sebastian missed out on the first two races and he's been more consistent. I just remembered as well. I just remember exactly, well. right? And so I don't know. I I again Sebastian is is a shadow of his former self. So like we can only deal with that and stroll Facts. like Year year by year, when he had his pink Mercedes, he had some really really good days, and then when he's he not on, he still does have just, some really really yeah, good days. And then on, like he's just not on. <laughs> I, I like as we've discussed multiple times, like Stroll is pretty much just like he. I don't think he has the motivation to be there. Like yeah, like there's literally no motivation. Like he doesn't look interested. He doesn't look like he's having fun. Like, even when he gets in the points, he's kind of like, okay, that was a good race. Like, yeah, whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's kind of where Aston is. So let's rate the drivers. What is your rating for Lance Stroll? D. Same see, as Lutz. See, Lance Stroll for me gets a D. Same as Albon. But for I think me, same as Albon. Albon has been a better driver this season than Lance Stroll. That's... But anyway. I think Lance has had some like I think Lance has had better days in Albon, but he's also had like worse days in the Albon's worst yeah. days. Al- Albon is just the definition better. of mediocrity, Which mediocrity. Is C, like, but D maybe is the best. car even better? Is the car even better? Like, yes, mm. yes. There's no way. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> okay. Same as Lance for me, and Sebastian's a C for me. Thank you. Yep. I was gonna say Sebastian Vettel is a C. Which is why, like, uh, I guess for you, no, no, no. But then here, so if we come back to the grades of the drivers. Is if if Sebastian Vettel is a C, Lance Stroll is a D, but then we go to Williams and you gave Albin a D and Latifi an F. How can you then rate them higher? Because like we're rating their drivers' performance as well. Yeah, but as their also packages. like getting the most out of the package. And also I yeah. don't like Albon. I feel like I could have given Albon a C, but I didn't want to. Like I do not like that man. Well, I'm gonna say you gave him a C to rationalize your thing because otherwise no. it doesn't. Nope. Make- <laughs> It, there's it makes sense to me it makes sense to me somehow <laughs> they're bad performance like, i think obviously when i'm rating drivers individually i'm gonna take in race more than like qualifying but mm-hmm. when i'm rating the team i gotta take in everything and like Fair mm-mm. Enough. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Fair that's enough. my rationalization and I, I said what i said and i said what i said i, hear you. I said what i said and i meant what i meant <laughs> okay alpha tari okay so alpha tari uh 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 a quick team breakdown for them. Um, Yuki has, well, Gasly has had the races to Yuki. 
um, outscoring or outplacing um, eight to five. It's it's the same for quality yep. as well. Qual- yep, exactly. But the points, <clears throat> the much points closer. aren't that different. It's like 16, 11. Which, which, which really is like two different races at two different play, uh, points positioning. And they've had like equal number of DNFs as well. Yes. Um, so that that's not a factor. So I, for me, I feel like the- But Afri- I also think, yeah. sorry, I'm so sorry to stop you in the middle. Aftari has had the same situation as Williams where they started better and like now they've kind of- because um, they've just kind of been on a row and apparently they've not scored the last five weekends and they had like major upgrades in the French, French group. Yeah. French group. <laughs> French group. Well, French I, I, was, I will say at least one or not, or two of those races were not Gasly's fault. He was definitely taken out. I know for sure one of them and I feel like it might have been two of them and he was running in a good position and then Tsunoda took himself out one Up with the collision i was gonna say and then two remember them, when sonoda and gasly crashed into each other yeah <laughs> honestly the beginning of the season i was like oh my god this is the yuki i know i remember saying this on this very podcast this is the yuki i know and then now he's kind of been like mm. i will also say that for me the, the driver number the number the letter grades i'm giving are also based on like how good i give the team a performance because like a B that I give, like... No, I agree. 100%. That's the only way. Yeah. Based on the driver's capability as well. Like, I feel like a B for certain drivers would not be the B... Or would not be, like, the same type of performances that would be for another driver. Doesn't mean if I give another driver a B that they've performed the same. I just think they've performed to the B level of their capacity. Mm-hmm. But also, like, A's and A-pluses are kind of just different, like, when you get there. Like, Wait. When you say when you say to their capacity, like what I consider, like what I consider, individual? like the individual, because oh. what I consider like an average performance from like Max Verstappen is not what I consider like an average performance from like Albon. Like it's just not the same. That's way more subjective. Like yeah, I'm so like exactly. I'm for me. I'm like, for me. I'm my. I base my grades off of what I think. You, the team and the vehicle can do right so if i think you have the best car no of course you're going to take that into consideration no of course of course of course but also like let's say like um like when lewis and valtteri were teammates like valtteri could have like an a performance and still look shit compared to lewis but that's his a performance and you gotta take that into consideration no from no no i'm 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 way more strict in my my rankings of athleticism i will i would say oh, for of course sure. as no, an like, athlete like for example as an athlete no because if you look at like for example like the tv like latifi for me like his 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 top in terms of the skill he's shown the top latifi can ever achieve for me is a c maybe a b minus Maybe he drives well, because out of his he's mind a CB driver. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what you because think. Because like, that okay. is the level of skill he has. Maybe one day he yeah, could just have he could drive out of his mind and right like have a Singapore qualifying 20, 2018 of Lewis, right? But for the most part, for me, Latifi, this his skill ceiling is like a C and maybe a B minus. So I can't give him more than that because I don't think he can do that, right? So with Valtteri, whereas someone like Lewis, I think Lewis's ceiling is above an A. 
So Lewis doesn't have to try as hard as Valtteri to get an A because he just is a better driver. So anything and every, so most of what Lewis will do, and it just kind of happens that way with a lot of other things. So for me, I don't know. That's that's how I do. It's all about the equipment. But like, I won't give somebody else an A just because they performed at the best of their abilities if it was still going. Oh no 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 no. Yeah, of course not. But okay. like, I don't think there's anybody who's like best is still garbage. Like, Latifi. I don't think he's bad. Latifi was a good okay. Let me let me not year. say let me not say garbage. Like um, I think Latifi's Latifi best put will in never be solid. No, 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 no. Latifi put in solid B performances last year. Yeah, B. I said B exactly. was his was the limit of his skill. I mean, I said B minus, but it, B minus is a B nonetheless. <laughs> but anyway, back back to back to AlphaTauri. So I feel like AlphaTauri, sadly, the car they have this year is a far cry from how good it was last year. And so they've really, really struggled. Mm, in that's because the Red Bull didn't give them the legal spec. I would agree. So it, it so it sucks for them in that regard. But then also, like, but their drivers aren't driving well either. So, yeah, they're not driving well and they're also being unlucky. When they're not unlucky, they're not driving well. And when they're driving well, they're unlucky. And Yuki more so than anyone else. Um, And so, for me, I feel like maybe I'm being a little bit more generous here with AlphaTauri compared to Aston, rating them higher. But I feel like they've had a better car. And because of that, I would be willing to, to, Honestly, the more I think about it, I would be willing to switch around Alpha and Aston because I feel like at least with Aston Martin, their car is worse than the Alpha Tauri and they've managed to get more out of it. And at Alpha Tauri, they've squandered more of what they could have done. But sometimes I feel like it's been bad luck to Gasly and it's really Yuki who is just causing his own bad luck. Um, but yes, so... If I had to give them a grade, um, for me, I would give Gasly, to be honest, C. Gasly is getting a C for me. Be- just because I've seen the last few races, and 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 maybe I'm weighing it too heavily on the on the more recent You know races. you like Gasly too much. No, I don't like him as much anymore. I used to love the man. Now he's just another Still driver. too much. Still too much. <laughs> so for me, Gasly okay, gets I'm a C. I'm giving them both Ds. You... Uh, Yuki is flirting with an E, if I'm being honest with you. Bryce, <laughs> like, I suddenly know E. Bryce, like, I suddenly know E. Actually, no, he's an E for you. Yeah, he gets an E. Just because of how he keeps messing up. It, at least in the last three races in a row, he's done stupid things. He's driven off a track, he's spun on his own, and he's collided. Like, no, come on, Yuki. Come on, Yuki. And 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 one of those, they were both running the points, and he took them both out. So Yuki for me is an E <laughs> and Gasly is like a C minus. C minus I D plus. D. I D give them D both plus. Ds, really. Like I give them both Ds. <laughs> nah, Yuki's an e. Like they've been so <laughs> mediocre, like less than mid, even. And Yuki, like when Schumacher's outperforming you, you know something's wrong. And for me, Yuki is an E not because of his his lack of skill. It's just because like he's just doing this, he just keeps flooding. Like he just needs to not do that. And he would easily be doing have such a higher grade anyway yeah and like the last couple of races like he has slapped up yeah like yuki like if he hadn't retired or crashed like he would be performing better than gasly and just fuck up 
Okay, are you ready to move on to the next third of yes. our list? Let's let's move on. So okay, who do you have in seventh place, right? I think it might be the same. McLaren might be the same. I have okay. McLaren. Okay, yes. okay. I do not have McLaren. I have McLaren. I have Alpha Romeo. Okay. I, I kind of feel like McLaren and Alpha have been on like opposite trajectories. Like as one started to rise, the other started to fall. Because obviously Alpha started really good and then went down. While it's the other way from McLaren, they started down and went up. Yeah. Okay. Who do you have in sixth place? I have Haas. Okay. I think we might have to. Um, okay. Who do you have in fifth place? For me in fifth place, that's where I have Alpha. Okay, we can discuss now, but uh, Mahas is not here for me. Oh, and then really? we can just wow. discuss my Mahas person later. Okay. okay. Yeah, nice. okay. So in, in, in seventh, I have Alfa Romeo. In sixth, I have McLaren. I want no racist. And then who do you have in, in fifth? In fifth, I have Ferrari. <laughs> fair that's 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 totally okay. in, in case you didn't hear me trying for the racist not to hear me i said in fifth i have ferrari that is fair <laughs> let's let's talk about let's talk about we can talk about like offer mayo mclaren and Haas. yes yeah let's it, do that yeah let's okay. do that because that's that. next in the constructors okay so Haas first yes who you have is that who you have sixth seventh uh for me i have Haas in sixth i believe Okay, who'd you have seventh? No, McLaren. no, okay, I have McLaren. Haas. You have McLaren seventh, yeah? So it's McLaren, um, Haas, and then Alpha, yeah? That's how you have it? Yes, yes. Haas, then McLaren. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So we'll talk about, like, Haas first, because just constructs constructors order. Yep. Okay. But you're right. You're totally right about the Ferrari. You're so right. Yeah, <laughs> right? So right. Like, I mean, I'm not even pointing out my argument. I'm not stating anything. He's you're just so like... Right. By the way, you're right. Like, just put it down. You're right. Okay. Haas. Okay. Apparently. Okay. Um, oh, my God. I didn't know this. Schumacher is 7-5 in the races. Yeah, Schumacher's oh, been doing his thing. I did, it's, he it's has, been but I didn't realize races. it was yeah. this much. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my God. That's why I've been Cap giving him praises in our, in, our, in our race reviews. And I've not been, been responding. Yeah, because you've not been paying <laughs> not attention. Not been responding. <laughs> and obviously, um, qualifying is 11-2, but the points are pretty skewed. Like, 22 to Magnussen. Yeah. And two, 12 to Schumacher. But I think it's also because has when when um Magnuson was performing well when the car was like really good so and then people were DNFing so he was getting like six places yep meanwhile because um his best finish is fifth yeah where you see and like meanwhile and that was when the Mercedes was really bad as well so like, <laughs> he was taking up those spots <laughs> meanwhile like Schumacher's best is sixth which was like a really good I remember that was a really good performance I'm pretty sure and that race got fifth is when Lewis got seventh. Yeah, it was. And obviously Magnus, it was Monaco. I think, if I remember correctly, but I don't know. Anyways, Magnuson has 40 NFs though to Schumacher's two. But if we give if we give those DNFs uh him having position over Schumacher, he still does not Bull. 
he's not carrying over his qualifying positions. Mm, yeah, yeah, of course. No, I wasn't even giving that. I no, 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 wasn't no, even no, yeah, no, I know you're not. I was just mentioning, yeah. I was just mentioning, yeah. Because even if he has two more DNFs than Mick Schumacher, but even with but he those has extra... nine more exactly, qualifying. Because if we equal them out, if we say, okay, now Magnuson is seven to five of Mick, he still has out-qualified Mick Schumacher nine more times, which means when it comes to race day, Mick is racing way 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 better than better. Magnuson and that and I also think like Magnuson's gotten unlucky a couple of times where he's like pitted and then something's happened and then and, and the strategies have always been different whatever what anytime Mag, he, every time something happens to Magnuson it's his own aggression he keeps being over by the way okay I'm gonna just side note before we close it that Roy is carrying over me from Spain yes. I'm just gonna point this to Roy is carrying me like there is no other reason Roy can't even think of one example no I can't just carrying me from Spain I can't he has he has done it again it, it at least two other times when he's come into contact with somebody else but 100% with K-Mag, it definitely started in, in Spain. But without a doubt, he I, with Magnuson, he's definitely taken himself out of, out of good race position twice due to contact with other people outside of this main thing. But still, like, even if it's just two races, that would still bring it a little bit higher. That would still have like a four to five race um, um, difference in terms of qualifying position and like actual like uh, finishing position to, to mix. So... Shout out Mick. I mean, he does have more points, which a lot can come from like those early, early positions that he was getting, uh, despite Mick finishing higher than him in the race. Um, so Magnuson did well to 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 convert his good qualifyings into good race positions early in the season when they really when they had that opening due to uh, Mercedes deficit and just kind of the strength of early season Haas. But since then, as as Mercedes has gotten better. Um, other teams have brought upgrades and, and Haas really hasn't improved. Um, despite consistently finishing in the points, instead of being anywhere from like fifth to like seventh, now they're like seventh to tenth or like eighth to tenth and when they're when they're getting points and at that point the disparity of points is is just is just massive. So um shout out to K Mag for for doing what he needs to do at the start. Um but when it comes to race day. Mick is is showing him up, especially of late. This is one of those examples where the points don't tell the whole story. You know? What's yes, Ray, I agree with you. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry. I got distracted a little, but um, As yeah, I definitely exactly. I always agree with you. I do think um Schumacher also like equally started the season beat. I think. I think Magnuson is in a more solid season or just because Mick has either been really good or just, just he's like I think they both suffer from an issue where like they're their own biggest enemies like on their own they'll kind of fuck up their race like my Magnuson's is coming when comes when like hitting people Mix is just on his own like he'll spin or he'll go to the wall like Vettel's his uncle like but like, I feel like I feel like that was Mick early season of late. No, 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 no. That's tired. what I'm saying. No, 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 no. That's what I said. Like in the beginning of the season, like gotcha. I said, like he gotcha. started really bad. Yeah. So they kind of suffer from the same thing. Like let's hope like Mick's able to keep it more consistent now for the rest of the season. But yeah, there's also silly season rumors about Mick. By the way, like yeah, yeah, Mick also to to Alpine. I was seeing 
Well, it was Mick to Aston before Alonso announced. Apparently, oh, yeah, but that but that people was were saying how like yeah, that people were like Seb was grooming him for the seat. There. Yeah, but to be honest with you, don't do that because Haas has been. Anyways, there. darling, letter grade, letter grade. Um, K Mag he gets for me a D. Uh, Mick gets a C. And that's counting qualifying and race. for me. I think they both get C's just because like K Mag had really good performances in the beginning of the season, especially off the back of someone who didn't race at last year. Like I, I just think that, that kind of tips it for me to like give them both C's. Fair enough. Like if you asked me like four or five races ago if we had done that, I would have leaned towards let's <laughs> giving Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> For, for you guys listening, my light, her guys. lights just went off as she was talking, <laughs> <laughs> and it was very funny. Anyways, imagine we're recording video and it does this. I mean, you you still are glowing. Now you just kind of look like a head with like a blue with a blue scarf. <laughs> All right, so just... Anyways, anyways, yeah, and I just think if you had asked me a couple races ago, I'd have said McD, but I do think he's redeemed himself. He's done really well, so I'm going to give the most C's. Mm-hmm. Like okay. for me, and like I would like to point out for these two teams because we're discussing offer mayo next. Can you hear my generator? It's like a quick rumble, it's all good. Okay, they both have Ferrari engines, which is something to take into account because a lot of their DNFs have not been like their faults, but it's been engine related DNFs, so it's not the team's fault. Like for like a lot of Ferrari team engine, like DNFs. Like a couple of them, yeah. like I'm not saying all, but a that. couple of them have been because of the engine and not because of like the arrow or whatever the team, the, the part the team does. It's mostly the part Ferrari does. I'll give you that. Especially with Alfa Romeo coming up next. They have suffered a lot of engine related DNFs. Like they have suffered a lot of engine related DNFs. It's been ridiculous. For me, if me, if for me, if Mick keeps this up, he's going to graduate to B. Because he's only gonna just get more consistent and get better. Um, uh, for me, I'm very confident in the DK Maggots. As long as K Mag gets more consistent, he'll get a C. But uh, when this season starts, you know what? I'm willing to lower K Mag to a D just because of Spain. Because it was uncalled for. We could have we could have gotten higher. But regardless, moving on. And a week later, by the way, was still saying that. It was that's not why his he fault. Would, that's that's like, why he was in the Actually, team. no, it's going to be a D. It's going to be a D. Sorry, it's going to be a D. You can't do that to Lewis and get away with it. <laughs> um, let no one ever say we're not biased in terms of our ratings here. Um, and so that's Haas. Um, who else did we have there? Um, Alfa Romeo is next. Alfa Romeo. Um, okay, so if we're doing Alfa Romeo. So for me, I have Alfa Romeo at five. Um, and which, I have them a seven. Yes. For me, I have them ahead of Haas, McLaren, Alpha, Aston, and Williams. Um, yeah, okay. So I, I have think, them behind McLaren and Ferrari. Yeah. I think that this season started off, they had a really strong car. And when it was very strong, both Bottas and uh, Zhou Guan Yu were, uh, <laughs> were, were converting very well in from qualifying to race, especially Bottas. I mean, several times it, it almost looked like, wow, Bottas really left Mercedes to challenge us for a third best team. Um, but I feel like their car has really gone away from them. And when we look at a lot of the, like I think Bottas has three DNFs and a lot of those DNFs were happening when he was in a points finish. I think two of them were points finishing position and one of them was 
just he was just running outside of it. So I feel like um, the strong car they had at the start is just not as strong. And so they can only do so much. Um, real quick, when we do kind of a head-to-head, we have Valtteri um, having 10 over 10 races to Joe's two. Um, in qualifying, he has 10 to Joe's three. Uh, the points disparity kind of reflects that as well. Um, again, because in the same way where uh, Magnuson managed to get high points positions um, early in the season, same same thing with Bottas. So Bottas is at 46 and, and Joe is at five uh, and best race finishes fifth to eighth. So no, I mean, it's been, I, I think Alpha's had a pretty rough season. I think with them, they started off easily one of the strongest i mean for me i i I was very convinced that they were they were going to be tied with us for third fastest and i think that we were i think or even in our own pod early in the season we were we were trying to discuss whether it was going to be alpha versus alpine as the next team behind Mercedes. Sorry, I've been gone. I know. Like I noticed. I've, okay. I just kind of kept. It Were going. you just still record? Where you kept? Did you keep it going? Oh shit! Okay, I'm sorry. I interrupted. <laughs> no, you're that. good. I didn't realize you kept it going. No, no, you're good. Okay. So okay, for me, obviously, I don't know. Did you talk about the divide? Like ten to to Valtteri. Okay, obviously, Valtteri started this season like a man reborn. <laughs> whatever, whatever his oh, fans yeah. are saying. Like obviously, Valtteri for me, I think he's always been that person who like shines. In a middling team, he was great in Williams. It was poor in Mercedes sometimes, but now he's shining again. I think the cars let them both down. I think Joe finally got his points. He's a rookie. We're gonna give him some leeway, but I think Joe obviously has has five DNFs, the most of any any driver on the grid. Yeah. And again, Joe Joe has had points in uh, in in four. In in no not four uh, in three different races because he's finished P eight and then uh, P ten P ten P nine and P P ten P ten twice yeah so like anyways and you know what Bottas is a decent qualifier and he's out qualified him twice or three times so yeah it's been it's been pretty decent and like let's it's not been forget, okay Joe, like, Joe scored points his first race ever and DNFs from did the he time. yeah his first race. But remember Max and oh, I remember. Yeah. I remember, I remember he I remember. came out swinging. Then he. So had I was thinking. Little... I was thinking of Mick, who didn't score points until. <laughs> Anyways, letter grades for Alpha. Like I feel like Alpha has been unlucky, but also like, I think others have developed their cars more, so they've yeah. kind of like fallen behind a little. But it's been okay. For me, okay. this is the first actual B. Valtteri for me gets a B, a solid B. Who else did we give B? We haven't given B. I think we thought about. Did we think about giving somebody a B? No, we haven't given. Oh no, um, no, we thought about. You thought about giving Mick a B, but I don't think we've given. Oh him yeah, a B yeah. I, it, it, well, yeah, for sure. As the season goes on, as long as Mick is on this trajectory, he, he'll get a B from me for sure. But yeah, no, Valtteri yeah, okay. is a B. Uh, Joe and Guan Joe is a C. Yeah, or D. he gets a low C. He gets a really like. Low C. I think it would be a D for me, but just because he's a rookie. Yep. I'm going to bump him up. Exactly. To his, That's like, the only reason for yeah. me too. Because he's a rookie. He's, okay. he's doing well. And he was supposed to be so much worse. And like, I think at least in two races, he's really been, he's taken it straight to Valtteri's head. And those two races, he looked really, really impressive in. Um, I think one of them, he ended up having a DNF, but um, in two races, for sure, he he looked 
as the better alpha driver. And for me, I, I rate Bottas highly, not that high, but highly. And so highly enough. Yes, exactly. So shout out to him. Okay. Bro, <laughs> who are we discussing next? Your favorite team to discuss. <laughs> who are we discussing next? Your favorite team to discuss. Jesus Christ. Guys, guys, I'm looking at this. And Lando North is 57 points ahead of Daniel Ricardo in the standings. He's 9-4 race, 11-2 qualifying. And just no. Oh Lord. And he has a podium. Yes, but that's not relevant. What race did he? Monaco? Was it my it's giving Monaco? I don't even know what race it is, but it's giving Monaco. <laughs> but it's not Monaco because I remember Monaco was like Perez signs stepping or something like that. Yeah. Must have been early season. One no, of those double it, DNFs. Maybe Australia. It was an earlier one. No. Imola. Yeah, it was Imola. Yeah. Because that was a, like, because no, remember um that was the race that Charles Leclerc spun on his own when he was trying to fight for P2. <laughs> We spun so many times this year. I don't even remember. That was his first time spinning. <laughs> I do remember that was yeah, his first. That was time his spinning. first mistake and of we, the season. And right That's before the race, we had been talking. We're like, Charles due for a spin. I think, in fact, the previous episode, he's due. We said he's, he's due, due for a bozo moment. And then very next race, he spun, and we laughed about it on the in the, on the pod. But yeah, no, I mean, so I I am significantly more merciful on Daniel Ricardo, and. Um, there's been without reason. There's, without no, 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 no. reason, yeah, I, I will try. I will try. So, on Twitter, I've seen there's a lot of people who feel very badly for Daniel, and they feel like he hasn't gotten a fair shake from McLaren. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I will say, uh, uh, of BS. late, of <laughs> if Lewis Hamilton can't use that excuse, that Ricardo can of late, because it's not like last season he was good and suddenly he's bad. Of late, it seemed as though McLaren have not been as nice to him but me personally i feel like it is it is only a logical conclusion from where his performances have put them and i have been trying to be a little bit more ear opened to those who why are would you be nice to a driver that is bleeding you points why I, why that, would you that's, that's what i'm saying i that's 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 the mind i have right i as 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 a humanist right like i feel bad for him as a person because like this is his reputation and him as a person has to go up there every day and feel that embarrassment and shame of underperforming while he continues to say he'll come back. As a what sooner. did you say? As a humanist? Yeah, I said it funny voice because I knew you were going to meet it. But like, I, oh, I, and I've been trying to hear other people. I reserve my judgment. I've been trying, <laughs> I've been trying to hear other people's arguments and why they feel so sympathetic to Daniel and why they feel like, um, I've, I've heard a lot of them saying the car just might not be tuned for him and this, that, and the other, and like, fine, sure, to a certain extent, I will hear it, right? But like, if you, for me, it goes back to a moment in Drive to Survive, and it's not exactly analogous, but like, the spirit, the essence of what he said, I carry to this, right? Um, I think when he was teammate with Nico Hulkenberg at uh, Renault, and I think there's a moment where they're talking to him about like how... Um, Nico's never gotten a podium and like while like and he basically says he doesn't feel bad for Nico at all he's like yeah I don't feel bad for him because like there's only so many who said people. this Daniel Ricardo. like I think they were saying yeah you know like it sucks that he's never won it but like he's like yeah I don't feel bad for him because like there's only so many seats here and like 
nothing's giving it to you. So like you have to really go out there and earn it. And so for me, when I heard that and Daniel kind of comes off as this like very jokey, happy, ha 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 person, like behind that exterior, he is still a very ruthless and like driven to an individual. And so I choose to judge him from the same energy and mentality he put out there and his lack of empathy or not empathy, but like, you understand what I'm saying. His his lack of like real compassion to Nico Hulkenberg, who's never won a podium, not even saying he doesn't even feel bad for him, is the same way I kind of approach him. I feel bad for the embarrassment and the shame, but I don't necessarily feel bad for his lack of performances and how McLaren has treated him, especially of late. Because again, this is a business, right? They're not your friends. Like these aren't like people who like are going to like hold your hand and like, this is them. They're going to do what's best for them while you as a driver are also doing what's best for you, right? Daniel Ricciardo left Red Bull like, while like it seemed like he wasn't, right? And then at the same time, he also left for no because he was looking out for number one. And so if McLaren as a team is doing the same thing because last year you didn't show up and Reyna will even tell you, last year I was very much always giving excuses for Daniels and like, hey, look, when we saw him at Renault, it took him a year to kind of get acclimated to the to the to the team to the car and then like the very next year boom he got uh two podiums out of nowhere right he was racing very well and then he got two podiums for the team that they hadn't seen in a while um and so this year i was like okay last year was a wash but i was fine with that and then this year is going to come in and he's really going to start to make inroads it was going to be back whether or not he for me, <laughs> for me it wasn't even whether he was going to beat lando or not it was the fact that the disparity between those two would be much closer right we would actually have to see an inter-team battle not in terms of personality but like who is the fastest driver and daniel has i can't wait to stop video recordings because the things i do while roy is speaking the things i do while roy is speaking <laughs> She just dances and does stuff. So for me, I don't know. I, I just don't feel bad for Daniel Ricardo in terms of that and oh, how McLaren is treating him. Um, and for me, like, I don't want to say much because if you've listened to this podcast, you know how I feel about Daniel Ricardo. <laughs> you know I think that he should not be a driver in this sport. But I have one essential question for you, my dear listeners. Let's vote on it. Which is going to happen first, Daniel Ricardo? actually doing coming back as he likes to say or jesus coming down when the world is empty but like he, which one but here's the thing because jesus is supposed to come of, down a yeah, bro, as a christian i'm jesus I'm, is supposed to come down I'm, yeah i'm with you in terms of like i think daniel's past his prime but a lot of people believe it's a lot of car setups for the mclaren and for me in my mind i'm like yeah but they've also designed a new car so my like, money's on jesus stuff. At least he's faithful and loyal people, and reliable. People, the streets are saying if he goes to Renault, he'll have his recovery. And to the who are me, saying the, the streets, the streets, the streets. <laughs> the streets. And for me, I almost want to. I want. I almost want Daniel to go back to Renault, which is now Alpine, and have a floppier there. And I don't want to hear about this whole setup thing because, again, like I really do think sometimes some stars burn out quickly, and and. That just might be with Daniel Ricciardo. I do think there was a point in his life where he was great. Reina will disagree because she's never rated Vettel very highly. But I do okay, think there was a you point know what? He- no, 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 no. Let me pause you there. Because someone was saying on the internet, on the internet of St. Louis Hamilton, that Daniel Ricciardo has been a top four driver for like 10 years or something like that. And I'm like, the only year I remember him being a top four driver was 2014. And that's because everybody else was asked. That's because everybody else was asked. Vettel was asked. Fernando and Raikkonen and Ferrari were asked. Yeah. Literally, it was Rico, Nico, Lewis, Valtteri, and Ricardo were the only good drivers that year. 
Everybody else was ass. Okay, I'm sure there were other good drivers, but the concert, everybody was ass. That's the only year I remember him because the next year he was getting bodied by Kivia and then Max came and showed him some manners. Like if Max wasn't so prone to crashing, like he would have bodied him so I mean, much. I will, he would have I will, bodied I will, him frequently. Daniel. I will give it to Daniel because even the year he actually lost to Max, he was beating him up until he declared he was leaving. And then all of a sudden he had like six DNFs <laughs> magically. But either way, um, let's rate these two drivers. Not magically. We both, we don't, we're not fans of Lando. We all saw the disrespect he did to the fan whose hat he signed. We're not going to get into it. See. But. See. See? For Lando? I'll get, no, I'll give Lando a B. Okay. It's a C for Lando for me and an E. Yeah. For Daniel Ricardo. E flirting with the I just think McLaren, yeah, he's definitely. And obviously, I rated McLaren in sixth place. I rated them sixth because I just think they had a big, terrible beginning. And obviously, they've kind of redeemed it, but they're still behind Alpine in the constructor. So I, I, I'm i kind of, yeah, I, I rated them sixth. Yeah. I mean, like, especially like 11 to two qualifying. Like, come on. Come on. That's sad. Come on. Honestly, if I like that Nor- Norris, he might be a B, but I don't like him. So. No, I know. I know exactly what I get. I know exactly what I get. And I, that's why I didn't even beef with you. I feel you on that. I, I'm I'm trying to be fair. I'm trying to be fair here, guys. Um, Moving on. Next is Alpine. Where do you rate them? I think I've already said mine. No, I okay. So Alpine is in fourth place. For hey, Alpine's in fourth for me, too. Hey. Which means I know which is your really? third team now. Yes. I, I I already told you. I Whatever team is in third, I agree with you. Like, mm-hmm. you had a Ferrari that didn't, did. didn't you? You had a Ferrari that didn't need. Okay, okay. Let's just wrap. Okay, so I have Alpine in fourth place. Yes. Which apparently we're together. Yep. And then in third place, I have Haas. And then third yeah. place, you have Ferrari, yep. which is just no. Just no. Okay, so let's discuss those two, and then we'll discuss Red Bull and Mercedes. Okay. Okay. Um, Alpine, Alpine, Alpine are doing well. Like Very they're well. they're kind of slightly, just slightly ahead of um McLaren yeah, and the constructors. They're four, yeah, they're four points ahead of McLaren. They've scored points in every race except Imola. Mm-hmm. They there's 17 points between. <laughs> Alonso's 8-5 quality, but hmm, guess race who's day. 8-5 race? <laughs> ST, bestie, ST. When I say ST, you say bestie, ST. Bestie. ST. Bestie, thank you. If you didn't do one more, I'm going to be so upset with you. <laughs> oh, gosh. And if we get to the DNFs, it's been two to Alonzo to Esteban's one. So, like, it's not even, like, a whole, like, that Alonzo much, keeps yeah. DNFing. Sure, he's been unlucky with blah, 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 but who cares? Esty best. We don't go. care. Uh, it's been a beautiful, it's been beautiful to watch this. Obviously, like, Alonzo started really bad. And apparently he's on, like, an eight straight scurring streak no, between he, yeah, Spain and Hungary. But, uh, so, but we're going to ignore that. But Esteban's also been scoring, I think, maybe, like, one or two races in between he hasn't scored. It's just, like, a hiccup. So and they have the same best race finish, yes, a fifth position. Yep. So it's not like one. Got and let's a not remember when Alonso qualified second and bottled it. <laughs> Didn't was... he end up like eighth in that race as well? That yeah. was so good because everybody was like, "He's gonna take Max off the start." I'm like, "He's not. He's not. He's not. There's he's no not." Way. He opens the he's door for not. Max every time. And that man has been embarrassing this season in like traffic and stuff. Remember Monaco. Monaco? 
Lord, he listen, man, I, listen. He I actually, so I much. actually, I actually like Monaco not because of the racing, but I feel like the venue is just so cool and beautiful that I at that when we're at Monaco, I'm not watching for cars to overtake. I'm just. I just want to enjoy a nice scene. The thing is, if I'm not enjoying, cars. if I'm not enjoying the F2 race, that's how I know it's a shitty racetrack. Because that's how I know it's a shitty no, racetrack. No, no, yeah, exactly. Like, but like, this is like the first for me, time. I feel like Monaco is not fun on TV. I think it's fun if you go. Fast cars, expensive food, drinks, yachts, celebrities. It's I just think in person, the atmosphere is amazing, but watching on TV, I'm just like... Yeah, no, no. It, that's the thing. If you're looking for some excitement, it's not Monaco. But for me, personally, I enjoy watching the race, right? It sucks that, like, the we, we do badly. Right. But, but like, Jetta qualifying is This better. is the first time where, like, I was like, yeah, y'all need to take this garbage-ass track off. Because the way Fernando just blocked everyone and just ruined, ruined everyone's race now i was done with that track when lewis was able to like stay on hard on medium <laughs> tires for, like 60 laps in like... 2019 hards and like <laughs> lewis's tires are basically gone like yeah. they're gone and i'm like wow yo lewis how? was raging he was mad mad on that on that comp i think they had a what's his face that uh some football player i can't remember his name um yeah, the- like Monaco was literally the Lewis Hamilton show. Like Monaco, Miami, like his peoples are always just Miami had his people pulling out. Yeah. Everybody was even the people that were there for other drivers were really there. Like Pharrell was it Pharrell who tried so hard? They were like, So are you here with Ferrari? He's like, Yeah, I'm with Lewis. I'm with yeah, Lewis. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's like, Yeah, but I'm with Lewis though. <laughs> but I'm, with, love, but I'm rooting for I Lewis. Love they don't say Mercedes, they say specifically they say Lo- Lewis. They say Lewis. Lewis. Um, and then I funny enough, yeah. I mean, we're not talking about Mercedes yet, but since we just mentioned Lewis, I saw a clip of like some artist who was gonna be playing at um the season finale. And they were like, Oh, I think the guy was asking him, Oh, do you know a lot about uh Formula One? He's like, Uh, I know Lewis, and it's like, Yes. Yes, I saw that. I saw that. Just, he, he didn't know it wasn't in Miami. No, he's performing later this year. Yes, no? yeah, yep. Saudi Arabia. In like Texas. No, Saudi Arabia. Oh, Saudi Abu Arabia. Abu no, Dhabi. Singapore. 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 What's is a finale? No, Singapore? Abu Dhabi's like the weekend or so. No, he's not. It's not the finale. Oh, he's performing. Okay. He's performing at Singapore. He wasn't even sure where he was performing. Yeah, he, 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 they told he him, and he, the guy out, looked yeah. high. Yeah, he looked high. He was like, "Huh? Yeah, he's really?" Like, I know Lewis. And they're like, "Do you know much about Formula One?" He's like, "I don't know Lewis Hamilton." I was like. And the guy's like, yeah, for a British son. No, that was that was cool. Anyway, let's he let, owns back them. to Alpine. Back to Alpine. So um we all love that Fernando Alonso, friend of show, friend of pod, is <laughs> is losing to his current. Our teammates. associates. Our and, associates. And as long as those two continue to stay neck and neck until the end of the season, Esteban 100 percent is going to beat Alonso and God. I will love just seeing the record books showing two-time World Drivers Champion, some people's all-time great, beaten by Esteban Ocon, the skinny, skinny giant. Um, anyway, let's get to grades. Um, I, I'm, I'm, you're grading Alonso first. I, I want to hear your grade first. <laughs> C. C? Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think. What's your grade for Alonso? Okay, I'm gonna be honest. Okay, I, I, it's a C. I can't give Alonso higher than a C. Like, I mean, but here's the thing. I, I'm if I'm being honest with you, I feel like 
him and the team because it's not just him it's him and the team right like it's it's a symbiotic relationship or is this like purely the driver i'm giving him a c yeah, i don't would care you bring I'm it's c. I'm, I'm gonna give him a c exactly sd bestie b baby b baby b b plus b plus <laughs> he gets a c. b plus b plus B plus. If this B was plus, the start of the plus. season, he would be a B plus for sure when you out qualifying. If it was the start of the season, I would have given him an A. I know. Like I would have given him an A. I would have given. I was ready even right now to give him an A. I just didn't want to be shameless. I just didn't want to be shameless. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, let me, let me, let me, let me restrain my bias. Let me restrain uh, my biases. I'm giving him an. I'm giving him an A. Like SD has done so well this season, yes. even after like Alonso's comeback in gear, mm-hmm. he's still managing to like do well. Like yeah. to right finish right behind Alonso or right ahead of Alonso. Like he's doing well. He's and he basically scared Alonso out of that seat. Like let's be honest. And a lot of these, Alonso isn't yeah. And a lot of these most recent like qualifying sessions, Alonso's always been ahead of Ocon, so it's taken him several races to now get mm-hmm. a lead in terms of that. So. I I'll give Esteban mm-hmm. a, a B because he's definitely done a lot. He's he's because, he's because. definitely been driving out. And and Fernando he gets a C because how how are you doing all this and still over there? Um, like imagine five eight to Esteban, but eight five in qualifying to Esteban. Like how do you inverse that? Anyway, moving on. Um. Okay. Ferrari. <laughs> You're like I'm voila, voila. All right. Voila. Okay. So I have them. At third, but firstly, it's six six in the race. Like, like let's just even just this. How is that even happening? It's six six in the race. If I had to give Ferrari a letter grade, like because I have them fifth, yes. If I had to give them a letter grade, F, I would give them a D. Like, oh. no, I would give them a D because they brought the car and then just come back up was in the car. Like, that's why I'm giving them a D. Like, like and it's miserable. If I give them like performing the best out of your car like who has extracted the most out of their car they'll have an f they'll be last on the table they'll be last on that fucking table for me that ferrari gets because an- what are they doing for me ferrari gets an f because like this past week i've been <laughs> i've been re-watching a lot just i've been I, i've just i need Bruce had I no excuse yeah i need because like if i re for i i re-watched uh uh formula one posted a uh a, a little video on youtube going over signs made in win and it felt just watch rewatching it. It was just like, wow. Was that on Silverstone? Yeah, Silverstone. <laughs> that they race did, is so chaotic. They did, they did everything to make sure Leclerc could not win that race. <laughs> and even after that, Signs could barely get the win. Signs only got that win because when the final safety car came out, he managed to get soft. Leclerc didn't. And so it's like, even after even after everything that happened, Leclerc still managed to be in front of signs off pace after being held back for so long. And what ended up killing, what gave signs his win was because Ferrari chose to not pit Leclerc and then everyone else after that pit for soft. And then he was just picked off easily. Like signs, signs first win was gifted to him. And for me, I, I can't excuse Ferrari. I, I, and, and the amount of times don't forget Monaco, even, even Monaco, but like the amount of time Monaco was worse. Monaco was worse. The amount of like time. what they did in Monaco was just oh lord. Yeah. So it, for me, they like science literally had to call his own strategy. Yeah, for me. So so for me, the only reason why I put Ferrari in third was because their car has been so impressive, but. After review, now that you think about it, that's, that's why the moment you, <laughs> you said agree it, with that's me. why I didn't even need to think about it. That's why the moment you said about it, I was like, I'm wrong. I didn't even have to. I didn't need. I didn't need to hear words. Where do you have Ferrari? 
on your list, Reina? Who's texting and five? Okay, five. 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 To be honest with you, like, man, nah, I'm, I'm wild, and I was about to put him at the bottom of the list. That's too much. Anyway, five, five is good enough for me. But to be honest, no. With you, but I could easily put them six. Yeah, I could easily put them six. Like I had behind Cause, McLaren. Because if I go McLaren back to, is who I have behind them. If I go back to my list, yeah, no. The fact that Leclerc has only won three late three races. They might have to be the seven. fact that Charles Leclerc has only won one three races and qualified out qualified his teammate ten to three times. <laughs> like no, that is sad. From like okay, obviously they have seven DNFs combined, which is only less than I think. Um, I think Alfa Romeo has eight, so I'm gonna say they're the ones who have like the most. Mm-hmm. And then it's Ferrari. It's Ferrari. But like, it, we will we will talk about Red Bull soon. But Charles has had three DNFs. Max has had two DNFs. Yet the point so difference between them is staggering. Charles so Leclerc and else. Ferrari have bottled, bottled together. the Chaba bottled together. Together as a combination, they were assisting each other. You mean one in one is stroke, yeah? The other one stroke, 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 stroke. It's like the other boat, and one has the one or and the other has the other. One yes. is stroke, 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 and they are just they are just driving going in, in the wrong direction. They're, even, they're just going no, in a circle. It's not. No, no, no. They Everyone... literally started driving towards the finish line, and then they were like, "One mm, in long routes." And then they turned around and started going around. You know when there's a straight line that you can follow, and then you go and you're like, hmm. no, no, oh my god, F nine, F nine. These people deserve an F. So yeah, so Ferrari, I, I, I really don't understand. I mean, if I, I, I recently did a calculation on how Mercedes, specifically Lewis Hamilton, can win this drivers' championship. I will not let it go until it happens. <laughs> <laughs> I, Honestly, guys, I'm gonna post that picture on our Twitter account. I'm gonna post it. I'm gonna post it. If I don't post it, someone remind me to post it because Roy has sent it to I me. I sent it to Raina, and I literally woke up. I saw it, and I was like, "Go to sleep." I was like, "Go to bed. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Why are you? What? What are you doing? Go to sleep. Go to sleep." She said nothing else. She said, "Go to bed." <laughs> like I did not even read it when I saw the caption of the picture was how Lewis Hamilton come with it. I said, "Go to sleep. Go and sleep, please." It was like 1 a.m. in Chicago. Guys, I said, why are you awake? I, look, after those, before this pod, I was re, yesterday, like the, this whole week, but especially these last few days before, this morning, I watched Brazil uh, uh, qualifying. I watched Brazil, the main race. I watched um, Q3 of uh, Qatar. And then I watched... Um, what what Roy's trying to tell you guys is it could still happen. That's literally what he's trying <laughs> and, to say. He's trying to say it could right still before, happen. And in fact, right before this pod, as 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 Reina was was calling me, I was watching Jeddah on my phone. Okay? I was like, "Are you watching the recap of this season?" He said, "No, no." I that was a full. I watched the full Brazil sprint race and the full Brazil race, and then just now was watching Qatar. Or not Qatar, but a uh, uh, Jeddah. I did. I just did a Qatar qualifying because that was really where the race was won. Then I watched a little bit of the, like a like a like a race recap of Qatar. But I say all of that to say, I was doubting last year. Lewis proved. Lewis said, "Roy, shut the hell up! How dare you doubt me?" And I said, "I wasn't doubting I last said, year. I know you didn't, but I did. And it wasn't even a heavy doubt. It was more like." 
but anyway, so so I have I am in in full faith. I believe in it. But back to Ferrari um, grades. I'm gonna give Charles Leclerc a D, and I'm gonna give Carlos Sainz a C. Okay, Sainz wait Sainz a D and Carlos no, 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 Sainz no, no. a what? Charles Leclerc a D, Carlos Sainz a C. Please don't four C's. Not me that said it. It's not me that said it. I'm giving them both D's. Sorry, I have I don't have the patience. I'm giving them both D's. Fair enough. I mean, for me, the the reason why Charles. I mean, Charles has been quick. When Charles is quick, he's quick. But like, for their DNF to be about the same and the points gap to be matter of fact, let me go back to the drivers. Twenty two is the point gap. No, 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 for, no, yeah. No, not for not for not for drivers. For drivers, it's uh oh, it's like 30. 70. No, 80. It's 80. Oh, what are you talking about? Max Max Verstappen to not not you're doing inter-team. I'm not worried about that. I'm talking about why Charles sorry, uncle. Sorry, uncle. <laughs> 80 points. And they have he only has one more DNF. Maximum it should be is a, approximately like 25 to 30. So clearly the team and him are just unserious, as we said last episode, as we said last episode. So for me, Charles is a D and he really should be at an A plus and Carlos Sainz is a C and he really should be a B. So um, not much else to say. Ferrari become serious or like, I don't know, like at least be at the bottom of the grid so we don't have to expect much from you. Okay. Who would you have in two? Who would you have in one? Uh, Mercedes won. Did I? Let me double check. I gotta double check. No, oh, God, I can't believe I actually put them. All I right. put Red Bull one. Okay, I no, Mercedes I did two. too. I did too. I did too. Just cause I am not forgiving the car. Like if the car was good, like it was a toss up because I was like Mercedes have a shitty car, but also Red Bull powertrains had that little finagle. They've been having finagles. Like they still haven't. They haven't had a Vienna recently, but there's been like issues, like the quality issue and stuff. So it was kind of like which one is outweighing, but cause. Red Bull obviously leading the constructors and winning races. I had to put them. Yeah. And for me, it was a similar. For me, I put Red Bull on top because A, they've delivered a phenomenal car. B, Max has been driving well. And also, like, they've just had for longer in this first half, they've been on it. Right. And with Mercedes, I want, when I wanted to put them first, I was weighing this first half in these last, like, six to seven races and i didn't think that was fair i needed i wanted to evaluate the full first half and they just were not on it they were they were so bad so 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 bad um struggling to make q3 in so many races lewis almost went out in q1 several times so no so um because of that i i thought red bull deserved first and it pained me um they will still never get driver of the day for me but I, I I can be I can be fair and put them in first place, which is which is painful. Um, which I, we don't need to. I mean, we'll, we'll list these stats real quick, but I don't think we're going to talk too much about them because I really like Matt. I, I'm getting really annoyed seeing Max's face. I've I've seen it too much in these last two days. It, it's it's irking me. But anyway, Max to Sergio nine to three in qualifying. It's ten to three. <laughs> points 258 to 173 um 
and DNFs two to just three. give me give me your give me your letter grades. Give me your letter uh, grades. Letter grade for Max is an A. Letter grade for Sergio B minus C plus maybe. Okay, I have a I have a D for Sergio or B for Max just based on their Red Bull, and I'm not giving them an A. But if Red Bull is a team, I give them an A. Fair but enough. um, fair enough. I can't give. I, I refuse. Fair I enough. refuse. I refuse. Fair enough. My mouth cannot say it. Actually, Sergio gets a D. Perez gets a D. Cheated on his wife and hasn't been performing since then. Like, gets a D. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, okay, like, okay. Yeah, moving on. Yeah, thank you, because I don't want to talk about them anymore. I'm really tired of looking at this. Okay. Mezdis, Mezdis, Mezdis. Mezdis, Benz. Mezdis, Mezdis, Benz. A Merc. <laughs> you mean Nigeria? The Merc, as, Merc. as we Africans Merc. say. Merc. Are you getting the Merc? The Mercs. Mercedes. Mercedes, Benz. <laughs> and Mercedes Benz, you get, and I'm Mercedes Benz in ghetto. Our money don't answer. <laughs> the way the way in 2021, us being second was painful, and this year, us being second no. is like, wow, look at us. Anyways, dun, dun, dun. it's six seven race six seven quality. Um, there's like 10, 12 points between them. Lewis has one more podium. Yep. Lewis has a better race finish. Lewis was experimenting on, experimented on for like the longest time. George does have one DNF, and that would have been at a Silverstone. Yeah, um, Mercedes are yet to like. Um, are yet to DNF, um, yet to have a reliability issue. Yeah, and Lewis Hamilton is the only driver that hasn't had a DNF this season. And they've scored, they've scored points in every single race. The they've scored points in every. The closest race. we got to a DN, uh, not a DNF, but reliability, was Spain when we were having that cooling issue, and Lewis had to let signs go by because um, the team on the radio was saying it 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 could be a potential race ender if he kept fighting it. So Lewis did let signs go by, so he could have finished even higher again. Um, for even more points, but and I think that would that would have been fighting for a fourth, right? Because Lewis got fifth in Spain, and that would have put him right yeah, under no fourth. Yep, yep. Because George got on the George because George was third. Yeah, so, third. so I mean, our points differential would even be closer. Um, but uh, it's still impressive to see that while George has one race finish ahead of Lewis, um, Lewis still has more podiums. So when it comes to the big boy points, um, Lewis is holding it down. Um, but no, I mean, I was like, we've been in the trenches and we are out and we're never going back again. Yes. The dark days are over. The clouds have parted. There's the song. The dark days are over. I'll find it and send it to you, but it's literally slap. It's been great. I, I think, I think that I, I said this in our last pod, but Mercedes has shown and I guess proven that when it comes to setups and when it comes to being agile on the day, like we stand above the rest because even this last race where we finished second and third, the start of that weekend, we were not anywhere near on pace. And I think I was either read something or, or watched some sort of interview and basically like Mercedes, the team, they were just trying so many different things. They were wrong. And then once they kind of figured out what it was, they basically, everyone said, stop and just write down what you did because obviously they they test several things to fit and then figure it out. And so it, especially this last race, like 
they they deserve a lot of props for being able to figure out their car. Um, and ultimately, I think that's probably one of our greatest strengths, um, which is also, I think, one of Lewis's strengths because as as we've had interviews with so many other drivers, like they always say how Lewis is always tinkering and figuring things out and he doesn't let a bad day, bad whatever to, to get over himself. No. Shout out to Mercedes. Shout okay. out to Lewis. Um, okay, letter grades. I got to go. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, Lewis yeah. Hamilton, A+. plus. Letter grades. A+. plus. Okay, same, 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 same. George Russell. And A. A. Okay. We are so biased. We are so biased. And I love to see it. Okay, best race of the season, Roy. Uh, best race of the season? Uh, maybe. Silverstone. Yeah, no? really? I, I wanted to say Spain. I really liked how he was in Spain. Plus, I also got to see it in person, so. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like yours should be Spain because you went. Okay, mine's Silverstone. Okay. Um, this last year's been pretty dope. Worst. Worst. Yeah, that was also really good. Was I hungry? No, that was also really good. Okay. Um, worst race of the season. Monaco, maybe. Miami. Oh no! Yeah, Miami. Miami is pretty bad. We Miami did not be bad. well there. Seventh, I think. No, also, also Miami was just a boring race. Like Miami yeah. and Monaco, probably in competition. Like Spain, I think it's Hungary or Silverstone for best race of the season. And Miami or Imola. If I'm being Miami selfish, it would be the early Monaco. races where Lewis kept getting unlucky with safety cars. But that's me being selfish. Yeah, but also like Miami was just a boring race. Oh yeah. god, it was an it awful race. And Leclerc really should okay, have been max. Best driver of the season, Lewis Hamilton. Worst driver of the season, Latifi. Easy. Okay. Easy. Most underperforming driver of the season. Like underperformed their package. Checo. Okay, I gotta agree with you that. If not Checo, then it's okay. signs. Science. I was gonna say one of them too, <laughs> but like um, most disappointing team of the season so far. Uh, Afatari. After having such a strong okay. season last year, I thought they'd be for me. Better. It's Ferrari, but yeah, I yeah okay, yeah. I, I get I get I get those two viewpoints. Okay, um, I think that's pretty much it for me. Oh, fair enough. This is great. I I really enjoyed this. Same. We're gonna do one more recording before we're gonna we're gonna do one more episode. I would like to do one more, whether it's next week or the week after. I want to do at least one. We we'll do the week after, the week before spa. Okay. Then that's two weeks, but yeah. okay. No, there's only two weeks left of the summer break. No, spa is in three weeks, so it's in two weeks. Okay, I get what you mean. Okay. All right. Spa is fun fact. My birthday weekend. It is. Well, spa is on my birthday. Like literally spa Sunday. The birthday. race day is her. her yes, is hers. my birthday, and I I really want to do a viewing party, but I have no friends, so. I mean, we can just hop on. No, not the same. Not the same. Not the same. Like, not the same. What's it called? What is it? Clubhouse. First of all, I don't even know why you want to do a viewing party because you're so anxious and antsy during the race. Yeah, but I want to watch F1 with people. I've never done that. Is well, your sister I've... into F1? She got yeah, you into but we never... So yeah, we don't watch together. So why can't you... She gets two... She gets... She's not around on my birthday. Okay. She doesn't live here. This sister we here. We don't live in the same state. Force this sister here to watch on her birthday. Not the same. I want to watch with my friends with people who are as passionate about Lewis Hamilton as me. Okay, but just force her. It's your birthday. <laughs> No, I, I'll see. I'll see. But I, I'm I'm confident it'll be good because 
Lewis will bring us some mojo. You better you start getting my birthday gift, by the way. I am I'm waiting. Prepare. Be prepared. Be, 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 be prepared. I had no idea where first of all, I don't even know your address. And beautiful. You didn't Nigeria. ask for it. Okay, well you didn't ask for it. Send it then, I guess. So I can pay like three hundred dollars in shipping. Oh, it is not three hundred dollars, <laughs> like twenty. <laughs> All right. Well, depending on how big the package. Exactly. <laughs> you want a postcard for twenty dollars? No, I do not want a postcard from Chai Chai Town. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us today. We love you guys so much. Bye, darlings. Bye, guys. I I need a lot of Formula One content. I'm starving. So. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you. Bye. See y'all in two weeks. <laughs>